like prayer, fasting, and giving matter, questions matter. Without the ability and opportunity to ask and raise questions, where would we be? Questions expose and encourage. Questions inform, identify, and inspire. Questions suggest and stimulate. Questions bless and build. Questions convey and contribute. Questions matter. If you and I did not ask some of the questions we asked across our lives, many of us would not be where we are right now. According to this New Testament text, a religious leader is asking Jesus an important and significant question. This question is not shallow or superficial, but the question is spiritual, significant, and serious. This anonymous religious leader raises the question of all the commandments, which is the most important. Jesus, having been raised as an Orthodox Jew, could have quoted the Ten Commandments of Moses that we find in Exodus chapter 20. Jesus, as an Orthodox Jew, could have quoted the 613 commands that we find in the Mosaic Law throughout the book of Leviticus and Numbers. But Jesus, as a wise rabbi, does not quote the 613, nor does he quote the Ten Commandments, but Jesus quotes two commandments and says the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. According to Jesus, our Savior and Lord, the great commandment calls us to love God completely, love others compassionately, and love ourselves correctly. Let me run that by somebody again. The great commandment says to love God completely, love others compassionately, and love ourselves correctly. <clears throat> As Christians who obey the great commandment, we are called to love God, love our neighbors, and love ourselves. As Christians who are called to love God, love people, and love ourselves, we are called to live by the law of love. Love ought to motivate what I do and say. Love ought to motivate how I react and respond. Love ought to motivate what I don't do, what I don't say. 
love ought to motivate how I treat God's house, how I treat people made in the image of God. Love ought to motivate how I treat myself. We are called to be lovers of God, lovers of people, and lovers of ourselves. As MJ said, we are not fighters, but we are lovers. Can I preach this? And those of us who take what the Word says seriously ought to be humbled so much so today that we ought to examine our lives in such a way and ask ourselves the great question, am I living up to the great commandment? <clears throat> am I loving God with all my mind, heart, soul, and strength? Am I loving my neighbor as I love myself? Am I loving God completely? Am I loving others compassionately? And am I loving myself correctly? Can I preach this? And while we are called, watch chapel, to live by the law of love, tragically, unfortunately, every Christian has not yet committed himself or herself to the law of love. As a believer, I'm called to love God completely. I'm called to love others compassionately. I'm called to love myself correctly, but let's be honest with ourselves. We don't always live up to the great commandment that says love God, love my neighbor, and love myself. I'm called to love, but I critique and complain. I'm called to love, but I lust and like. I'm called to love, but I hate and judge. I'm called to love, but I point fingers and provoke. I'm called to love, but I presume and prejudge. I'm called to love, but I major in minors and sometimes do too much. I'm called to love, but sometimes I would rather be indifferent and not care. Yet, the words of Jesus are knocking on the door of our lives. Love God with all your heart, soul, strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. These are the great commandments. Why does Jesus say love? Watch Apple. Jesus doesn't say faith is the great commandment. Jesus doesn't say maintaining hope is the great commandment. Jesus doesn't say mercy is the great commandment. Jesus doesn't say having the joy of the Lord is the great commandment, nor does Jesus say having the peace of God that passeth all understanding. But Jesus says love is the great commandment. What is it about love that is so great? Can I preach this? Love is the great commandment that we ought to live up to because love calls us to cut off competition. Jesus says, love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love God completely. 
if we are going to love God completely, we have to cut off competition. What keeps me from loving God completely is competition. Competition, watch chapel, are those idols that we have made that get in the way of us loving God completely. I know we don't consider ourselves guilty of idolatry, but let's put the hay down where the horses can eat it. What gets in the way of me loving God with everything? Is it my job? Is it my spouse? My children? Me? My nonprofit organization, my fraternity, my sorority? What gets in the way of me loving God completely? It's amazing how we will do for others what we would never do for God. Nobody has done more for us than God. Nobody will, nobody can, nobody shall do more for us than Almighty God. Yet if the truth be known, we have allowed competition to get in the way of our relationship with Almighty God. What gets in the way of your walk with God, loving God with everything you have? I don't know what the answer is for you, but all of us need to raise that question to ourselves. And when we come up with the answer, we got to cut off the competition. What is competing or whatever I allowed to compete with Almighty God? Maybe I've allowed my hobbies and habits to compete with God. Maybe I've allowed my family a good thing to compete with Almighty God. Maybe I've allowed my addictions to compete with Almighty God. Maybe I've allowed my career, my vocation to compete with Almighty God. But if I'm going to love God with all of my heart, soul, and strength, I got to cut off competition. In other words, I got to put God first and put other stuff secondary, tertiary. I got to put my house in order because nobody can do for me or has done for me what Almighty God has done for me. And as an act of just gratitude, I got to put God first and cut off competition. You see, if I can make it plain, most of the sisters in here will appreciate this illustration. My wife doesn't know I'm going to say this. I'm not going to get in trouble, brothers been married 24 years, May 30th this past year, amen, May 3rd, 1998, when we got engaged in 97, my wife gave me the speech, sisters, amen. Look, I don't know who you're dating, who you're dealing with, but from this day forward, It's me and you. 
So make whatever calls you got to make, send whatever telegrams you got to send, what, do whatever you got to do, but I don't compete and I don't share. And I knew, amen, that the competition had to be cut off. If we, amen, somebody, we'll do this on earth. I wish I had some help in here. How much more ought we cut off competition with a God who loves us, a God who wakes us up every morning, a God who opens doors, who makes ways, who provides, who protects, who keeps his promises. How much more ought I cut it off? or reorganize and reorder my life to put God first. I got to love God completely, but I just can't cut off competition to live up to the great commandment. I have to convey compassion. Our, the great commandment is not just vertical. It's horizontal. When we look at the cross, the cross ain't just vertical. The cross is also horizontal. Come here, John. How can I love God who I have never seen if I don't seek to love my brothers and sisters who I see every day? So if I'm going to live up to the great commandment, I got to cut off competition, but I can't stop right there. I got to convey compassion. I convey compassion to my neighbor. And my neighbor is not just confined to North Carolinians. My neighbor is not just confined with folk who have been kissed by nature's son. My neighbor is not just folk who live in my area code or zip code. My neighbor is not just folk who speak English. My neighbor's not just folk who look like me or speak like me or dress like me. My neighbor is any and everyone made in the image of Almighty God. My neighbor transcends my political party affiliation. My neighbor transcends the Baptist church. My neighbor transcends folk who are Christians. My neighbor transcends folk with the same color, creed, sexuality. My neighbor is anyone made in the image of Almighty God. We don't have a problem loving folk and being compassionate to folk who are easy to love. It's easy to love folk who agree with you. Easy to love folk that vote the way you vote. Easy to love folk that agree with what you agree with. Easy to love folk who are lovable. But the great commandment calls us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And loving my neighbor as I love myself is not just cutting off competition, but it is conveying compassion. Compassion. I'm going to smile at folk that may not smile back at me. 
compassion. I'm going to hold the door open for folk that may not say thank you. Go on, preach, Pete Dub. Compassion. I'm going to forgive folk that may not ask for it. Compassion. I'm going to listen to folk when they have told me the same thing for 99 times. Compassion. I'm going to speak life and not speak death. Compassion, I'm going to give folk the benefit of the doubt in long this journey. Compassion, I'm not going to condescend. I'm not going to critique. I'm not going to condemn. Compassion, going to give what I need. Whether you realize it right now, everybody along this journey is going to need compassion. I don't care where you are right now, what you're driving right now, where you're living right now, what you've done, your accomplishments, achievements, keep on living. You are going to need somebody to be kind, to be gracious, to pray for you, to encourage you along this journey in life. I got to convey compassion. Let me make it plain for you a few weeks ago. I had to go to the doctor, Achilles tendonitis, 50-plus issue. Hadn't stopped me, won't let it stop me, can't stop, won't stop. But it's real. And brother Sam, Reverend, I was in the waiting room, and this brother with a let's go Brandon hat. Some of y'all don't know what that means, but some of y'all know what it means. A Trump 2024 t-shirt was chatty with P-Dub. Of all people. I think on that day, I had a Malcolm X shirt on. And this joker talked to me like we were old friends. And I, hey, yeah, uh-huh. Pleasant, not doing the most, but, you know, it's time for me to come out of my room and this consultation. Guess who was holding the door for me? Time for me to go to my car. Guess who was holding the outside door for me? I said, Lord, have mercy. Of all people to convict me, I got a Trumpster, amen, on a Friday, me wearing my Malcolm X shirt, being gracious, kind, compassionate to me. Come on, y'all ain't talking to me in here. I wish I had some help. God has a way of blowing your mind. God has a way of broadening your horizons. God has a way 
of folk loving you that you would not love. God has a way of challenging you to be compassionate to folk you would not ordinarily. I got to cut off competition. I got to convey compassion. There's one more thing. If I'm going to Love God with all my mind, soul, strength. Love my neighbor as I love myself. I got to cut off competition. I got to convey compassion. But I got to be controlled by the Holy Ghost. Go on, close P-Dub. Help me preach this. Watch chapel. If, if, if I'm going to love my neighbor as I love myself and love God with all my heart, soul, and strength. Love God completely. Love my neighbor compassionately. Love myself correctly. I got to be controlled and compelled by the Holy Spirit. I need my real saints to say amen with me. I need those who have tried to love people in your own power to walk with me. If you've ever tried to love somebody, you know you can't love people in your own power. You can grit your teeth all you want to, but there are some folk that you can't love unless the Holy Spirit compels you to love them. You can grin and bear it. You can exercise perseverance, grit, fortitude, tenacity all you want, but there are some things only the Holy Ghost can do. And unless we are filled and controlled by the Holy Ghost, there's some folk that you can't love. There's some things that you won't do in your own power. I wish I had a witness right now. Unless the Holy Ghost has its way in your life, you'll cut some folk out that you ought to forgive. Unless the Holy Spirit has its way in your life, you won't go the second mile, but you'll stop at the first mile. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Because had it not been for the Holy Ghost, you and I would be unlovable. Had it not been for the Holy Spirit, you and I wouldn't be where we are right now. Had it not been for the Holy Spirit, people wouldn't have given us grace, wouldn't given us mercy. Thank God for the Holy Spirit that challenges me, that loves me, that pushes me, that compels me, that makes me give grace, that makes me go the second mile, that makes me have joy, that makes me run. Love God. With all your heart, soul, and strength, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love God completely. Love others compassionately. Love myself correctly. Stand to your feet if you're able. Love is what we're called to be and do. Not like, not lust, not condemn, not criticize, not hate, not be envious, not be jealous, not be indifferent or careless, but love. 
I got to cut off the competition. I got to convey compassion. And I got to be controlled by the Holy Ghost. There may be a man or woman today who is a beneficiary, recipient of God's love, and you want to respond to God's love in your life. You want to accept Jesus as your Savior. You want to unite with Watch Chapel. If I'm talking to you, my sister, my brother, I want you to come right now. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. You want to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. You want to unite with Watch Chapel. You need a church home. You need to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and you're here having known that the Lord loves you unconditionally. If I'm speaking to you, my sister, my brother, I want you to come. Just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand wherever you are. Wherever you are. I want to accept Jesus.